Uh, fuck you, how am I gonna cut that out? <laughs> the nomad, just cut it out. <laughs> now I respond all of my messages with Yaid. <laughs> yeah, and then he winks and then licks his lips at the camera. What we're speaking right now is terrestrial English. Oh yeah! Yeah! <laughs> we're just gonna try uh, do a few cook pie just like to get the juices flowing. We could potentially see a World Cup being played across the world, which would be the sickest thing. We just wanna yeah. talk shit about everything we love. Orgy of sports, music, science, history, and uh, possible hints of swearing. Okay, hello. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to our first pilot episode of our podcast, Decades. So this podcast will be um, an hour of an orgy of sports, music, science, history, and uh, possible hints of swearing. So if this isn't your cup of tea, then uh, we suggest you to listen to something else. So we... This is a PG-18 show. Completely, completely. So who, who are we? My, well, my name is JT, and on the other side, we have... My name is John. John. So JT and John... We are essentially friends who've met in uni. We went to university together. We did the same course. And over this course, we found that we had very similar interests in different areas. In uh, productivity, in history, we're both history buffs. In science, well, we, well, we did our course in biomedicine. Um, in sports, um, we're, we support competing football teams. And what happened was we had this idea um, to start recording a podcast and it was to combine our interest into all these things into this jam-packed podcast and what we want to do is to look back into history or even look forward into into the future uh, to combine all these things and start questioning and start uh, analyzing each decade looking at events celebrities breakthroughs of the decades um, just, Important just posing themes, questions, defining factors, defining moments, posing questions to the impact, the wider impact of different things. Yeah, exactly. general discussion, just to have fun with it, just to see. And, and decades from a historical perspective, because we are history buffs, we like going back and researching mm. different yeah. points of time and how they contribute to us now. And so we thought it'd be a great idea to kind of put this all together. Talk. Yeah, and just have just have a chat about things and maybe it'll be interesting. Yeah, and we, we are, in fact, no way any authority in any of these matters. But uh, I nope. think this the first time where we, where we did discuss this was when it was late at night. We were the, under the influence of some legal drugs and, and we just started talking. And we started comparing different types of people. Yeah, and we were like, let's just, let's just record ourselves. Let's so just, we just put, put this, this on our phone. Let's just put our phone on and then yeah. just uh, see how we, how we, uh, how we sound on the ear, right? And it was quite funny. It was quite entertaining, yeah. and I and I really enjoyed it. Mm. And so maybe and I think that's that's yeah. Maybe we can share this to the, the world, and maybe it's essentially two guys just talking shit. Um, and yeah, we just enjoy this. We just want to yeah talk shit about everything we love. Put it out there and see what what kind of uh. What kind of traction we can get? 
Yeah, well, anyway, well, w- this idea actually started before um, the whole decades thing came, the decades uh, social media thing came out. Everyone's been like, oh, this past decade I've been doing this, a lot of Instagram stuff. Even on uh, Spotify, I think Spotify started off, um, they're like, oh, these yeah, are the they songs you've listened to. Songs of the decade. Yeah. Um, so we want to make it on the record that we were before all these social media trends, but it just took us some time Way to record. Before. Yeah. Um, and, and there's been a we're lot of lazy. videos, right? They're like, oh, look back at the 2010s. Look what, look what happened here. Look what happened there. And I think because of the way news is right now, a lot of it is sensationalized. But I think we want to be here to remind you that actually a lot of stuff happened within this decade or even in history. And there are a lot of causes of optimism. There are significant people in each decade. There are a lot of um, social media challenges that happened at least in the 2010s. Um, and they're not always going to be, oh, in 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 the 2000s, there were the um, tsunamis or there were the um, nuclear explosions. Those were significant events. Or the financial breakdown. Yeah, it doesn't have to always be so morbid. I think we're here to give, as the best we can, through our research, different perspectives on things. Mm. Um, so if you do criticize us... That's always the best way to go about it, just as... Um, yeah. If you do criticize us for not being um, experts in the in the, or please don't criticize us for not being experts. But you can criticize us for we are our not for our reasoning. Yeah. So, um, I think what we can offer is a unique perspective about like sports, music, science, and we can compare like oh, let's say we compare an example of a significant person would be LeBron James, and how can we compare his impact compared to another uh, another. A celebrity or event we can compare lebron to kanye for example or um or elon musk to to um to wind farms Steve i don't Jobs. know yeah right some of the things that we can do and so in this taster episode uh what we want to do is because it has been a new decade we want to look back at the 2010s and have some quick fire discussions about this whole decade um and they'll probably be very different to all the social uh to all the youtube videos uh the recap videos that you've seen and then for the uh next part of the episode we also want to look at uh predictions about the future so for 2020s because why not you know like we can be wrong we'll probably be very very wrong because yeah. we're not experts <sighs> we don't go to davos economic forum uh yep <laughs> and then uh for the fine yeah so that would just be the taster of this podcast and we want to see how that goes um yeah yeah so you this won't be the add, format that we mm. have locked in yeah this is just we're just gonna show we're just gonna try uh do a few quick fire just a casual chat just to get the juice is flowing and it'll be a similar kind of format moving on but we'll talk about that later at the end of this episode yeah okay so uh let's get started then okay sweet so now looking back into the 2010s this significant decade that everyone thinks is a transformational decade so the 2010s starting this Our off decade. starting this off uh because social media was such a big thing within this decade. John, which social media challenge of the 2010s was the most stupid? So if you need some recap stupid. about the 2010s, yep, stupid. Or, well, yeah, that's however you put it, oh. right? So there's no right answer to this. Some some recap yeah. about this, I'm the ice bucket stupid? challenge. Stupid, yeah, stupid, yeah. like 
just just silly, just ridiculous. Ice bucket challenge. Yeah, I'm to gonna raise, pick an epic um, one as well. Just 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 as just. Oh, as well. a most epic one. Yeah, we can do that too. Um, ice bucket challenge, the ALS yeah, yeah. ice bucket challenge, where they people just poured ice onto themselves and just a bunch of things. Uh, the Kylie Jenner lip challenge. I think that was a selfie challenge. I'm not too familiar with that. There's also the bottle cap challenge, which was the end of the 2010s, um, where yeah, I think kicking people the bottle just cap straight off to, a... to open, yeah, of a plastic bottle or I don't know. Could you do a glass bottle? I think earlier in the, in the 2010s there was a there was a football, and then there was a there was bottle a flip. Oh, yeah, the bottle flip challenge the as well. The bottle flip challenge as well. Oh. Um. Okay, so just listing a few with the condom challenge, challenge, tide bod, running man challenge. I think that was a basketball, like just dancing one. Uh, the mannequin challenge. The mannequin challenge. I was a fan of that. Uh, Harlem, Harlem Shake, Shake apparently was in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that was that was so, amazing. I've Cinnamon a challenge, few. the plank challenges. Yep, yep. Yeah, decades of challenges. Yeah, so those are a All few right. of the significant ones. So. That's the question. Which challenge? What's, which one of these challenges, what, or even what is more? What's the condom challenge? The condom challenge. I think. Um, I think. Uh, you you put you trying to put it over your head. Okay. You just put the condom over your right, head. So and, like, why that's the fuck in this. Not, right? That's in the stupid category already. The Tide <laughs> Pod you can put there. I, do, the, uh, the thing is, like, one, did think, people actually people eat Tide Pod, or is that a meme? Was that actually a meme though? No, it, it's. It's a challenge. People did it. And Do you think people actually did it? No, it's it's true. It's just no, no, no. But I, I, I read the, you, you read the news stuff about it. But was it actually true? I'm pretty like, sure. Did it's it true. actually happen? Yeah. So that's my pick. I think that's the dumbest one. Like you can go on YouTube. It you can see people just like eat Thai pods. <laughs> And it was I still have trouble fathoming by, um, it. Yeah, but I think it's more like a social media it's, thing. It's I think legit. it just happened because no, I didn't. I don't think it happened. I think people were just joking about it, and it became such a joke that people that the no. the, the news media thought it was actually real. No, dude. No, it's it's real, mm. and it's labeled as a health risk by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. <laughs> it's a legit thing. <laughs> Even I have the trouble believing these things, man. Like, like the condom even challenge. The, okay. Even the CDC came in and had to be like, "This is a health risk. Everyone, stop." So that's my pick. I mean, I mean, that can that, that can that kill you? You're just eating detergent, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna end up in hospital. That's like bleach detergent, everything like that. The cinnamon challenge was it's hilarious. It's just like pepper, right? So You're I'm just breathing that in it, right? the epic. <laughs> yeah, and then you choke, you laugh, you cry, and then you'll never be the same again. And I love it. It's on the epic scale I for think, me. Yeah, because that um, one's not stupid. Um, they're, they're both stupid. It, it, the cinnamon it, it, wasn't like It's health. stupid, but it's not going to kill you. Right, yeah. It's just hilarious, yeah. So mm. I think we can do like a little um, gradient here, right? We can do like a scale of like epic to stupid. Okay, ice bucket challenge. I'll go epic just because... Yeah, um, you know everyone got involved. The, uh, your favorite yeah. celebrities, your sports that people. That yep, yep. was It was fun to see, and you nominate three people and they did it as well. It's like mm. pretty cool. Uh, my teachers got into it. Like, yeah, that's pretty sick. Um, yeah, but how many people actually donated? Do you know? 
How many people actually donated for that oh, ice bucket challenge? Uh, because the success a lot of, people, of it, I'm not too sure. It's no, no, an awareness like, thing. I know so it raised a lot knows of money. What ALS is now. I know a lot of people raised money for it. Uh, sorry, I know a lot of people participated in it, and they did raise a lot of money. Yeah. But was that <clears> money <throat> proportional to the amount of people who donated, who participated? I have zero idea, but mm. I think for most part it. it it started off as a way to raise donations. I think it raised donations amongst a lot of the wealthy, famous people and stuff like that. But I think, yeah, like on our scale, like what we were doing, like when we were mm. teenagers, I think it was just an awareness thing. Yeah, and, it succeeded and that was more like I a fun everyone thing. Everyone yeah. knows what ALS is now. I don't know though. I don't. I don't really know. I think some people don't know what the ice bucket challenge was for. I think people did think it so? just because. Oh, I think a proportion of people. At least who were social media inclined would do it just for the views. I think. Yeah, yeah. And because uh, yeah, I mean, the whole thing about the shout out was like you had to actually say how much you were donating, and then you would shout out these people. But I think a lot of people were doing it just because it, yeah. they were in their bikinis, or I'm just being a bit cynical here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they had to. Yeah. It was just it was just a cool thing, right? It became cool, but I think the meaning of it was lost amongst some people. Yeah. Mm. All right. Uh, Bottle cap, pretty sick. That that was sick. Running bottle, man, pretty funny, uh, pretty cool. Bottle cap and a bottle flip. Condom, really dumb. Yeah, the <laughs> bottle flip was pretty lit. I it's still too do pretty lit, flip. man. It's still pretty <laughs> lit. <laughs> yeah. If I'm going to go for the most epic, I think I'm just going to go Harlem Shake for the memories. That was the first one because to people like, go up so the internet, creative. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, that's amongst this list. That's mm. definitely the oldest one And I'm like That is The um, Yeah And people got so creative with it Which is how it started right The, the whole um, No no And everyone did it Like I saw You'd see on videos <laughs> Like there's a compilation on YouTube Where they're like the army The Russian armies did it in Siberia And it was just easy right We did it dude uh, did Were we you there it? when we did ours? Yeah NIH? we did one in um, Phillip Island In first year Oh I wasn't there but Yeah <laughs> Yeah, we did it. It was it, fucking funny. Yeah, it's easy to catch it along. Yeah, what do you do? You just you just shake your body, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you just sit there. You mm. do nothing, and then at the end, you're just you're just going. How about you? What what is your stupidest slash stupidest one challenge? What would you? I think you some of the kiki challenges were were quite stupid. People used to like. Oh yeah, they got into accidents, man. Yeah, they got into car crashes, and some some person I saw did it in a um. Car wash place And their whole door Was just flipped off <laughs> Some of these people Are just actually So stupid in doing this For the views It's just kind of like I feel nice. like the challenge Isn't stupid When it came to the kiki I think the people Were just dumb Like it yeah. could be Such a safe thing Like it's such It's such a normal thing But you know um, The most epic right I think uh, the, the bottle flip challenge the bottle flip challenge, especially yeah, yeah. when you could pull it off, and then you build up the whole tension to it, and then damn, and then you yeah, pull yeah. it off. Ooh, that yeah. one's that one's epic. Done with that question. The most challenge of the 2010s. All right, moving on. Now we have a question on the social media of the decade. So this decade was the explosion of social media. Some of these social yep. media sites have more um, participants or users than countries. I think YouTube. Uh, sorry, Facebook. Twitter and Instagram are like the if you if they were countries they would be the top 10 countries they would be part of the top 10 countries list 
And I think Facebook has more yeah. users right now than China, than the population of China. Um, yep. So, which one of these celeb? If if you were going to be a social media celebrity, John, which one of these platforms yep. would you be yep. part of? So we're gonna go from YouTube, Instagram, or even Hollywood. Would you be a Hollywood celebrity still, or would you be part of a? Would you oh, be a we- musician, or would you be sports, or even esports? Because the money in esports. Are we are we going to include mm. the traditional Hollywood oh, and normal? Yes, 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 yes. So well? of all the of all the platforms in which you could become a celebrity in this decade. Uh, and even Come TikTok on, now. Hmm. Come on, JT. You know me. I think I think I know, but let's, I let's know just you. have a discussion. Yeah. Sports, surely. Like the main platform, I would like. Yeah, sports, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because okay. Any. Let, any let's, let's take away traditional. Let's take away traditional. Because I think once you're in sports, you can go into Instagram. Or you can get, go into the others, other platforms. Yeah. I, feel, like, I feel like sports it, isn't something you can put here. Because mm. I think everything else has an entertainment factor where it's just like... That you could do on Instagram and then get into Hollywood, for example. But you and couldn't you go could from Instagram. could make music oh. on YouTube and then... I just don't think you could do sports um, on the social media and then get signed by like a... Uh, you you can't like a be a professional, team. I think. I think because there have been some crossovers, there's, right? There's you know one the guy. Yeah, yeah. You can you they, can yeah you can do that kind of world, but that would be YouTube, right? The YouTubers. But but then you wouldn't, wouldn't be con- um. I wouldn't. But say you it. wouldn't be a. You wouldn't be oh that's hard though because then you got Bieber right? You start off on YouTube and then he goes into music. Yeah yeah yeah. But I I, so I think rest, those I are think the those are the those are the ex, um what do you call it? those are the um uh. Special ones, right? Those are the exceptions, I think. Yeah. Rarely can yeah. you... So maybe and even for sports, right? Rarely can you become... Show off your tricks. There's only one guy I know that was on YouTube. Mm. And then he got semi-pro. Dis, dis, destroying? What is this? He's, he's this American... Uh, he's a wide receiver. Oh, okay. Uh, like, he plays college ball and stuff and all. And then he got signed mm. by, like, a can- Canadian team. Yeah. But they didn't really even play him. He was, like... A kicker for the team And they still yeah. didn't even play him So it's more like A publicity stunt But like See mm-hmm. like That's why sports Sports for me is like A totally different other thing You can't right, So let's let's remove that yeah. then Okay All So right, YouTube, you Instagram, that, Facebook Then I'd be I'd be ideally A Investigative journalist On YouTube Like the guy from Vox Oh uh, Johnny um, Harris Borders Johnny Harris and yeah. Borders. That he's gone solo now. He's idea. having his own channel. Yeah, he does. He does. Mm. Yeah, I would. I would love to be Johnny Harris if that. If I was mm. about to pick one. Or music. Oh, no. I've always loved music. I always thought. Well, you could be a SoundCloud <laughs> rapper, right? <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't even picture it because I can't. I just can't even imagine myself making music. So you'd be the funnest one for sure. Yeah, I could be a SoundCloud or YouTube rapper, mm. you know, Post Malone, all that kind of shit. Because like Rich Brian, you know, join Eighty Eight Rising. But yeah, yeah. Uh, this is hard, right? Because like YouTube has the most diversity of all these things. Because if you're Instagram, you're most likely just gonna be pictures, right? And it's likely yeah. if you're if likely if you're a celebrity there, you're gonna be like a girl, right? No, 
Likely, likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Statistically, yeah. yeah. And then statistically, I, probably, I think yeah. I think what I'd be want to be uh like tried out would be like full time Vine or or the TikTok right now, you know, like short videos. TikTok. Short videos. Oh man! Because you have to be like yeah. Really t- TikTok's the creative. first social media that I feel like I'm not a part of. <laughs> like, I, I haven't. I haven't like, used it. Like I haven't used it. Yep. Yeah, like like I feel like it's it's the kids born after the two thousands that are um the TikTok craze, right? And I feel yeah. like this is the first time I've ever felt like out of a social media thing. Like I'm like I don't get it. What's what's that? And I feel damn <laughs> old, man. I'm like <laughs> I see these kids, I'm like, What? <laughs> what is this thing that you're using? Can you teach me? <laughs> what, is, what is TikTok? And like it's this is the beginning of the end, my friend. <laughs> we're, we're not in the know anymore That's it Apparently people are starting to shift to that over Instagram I'm like what? Oh jeez 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 we, we gotta stay ahead of the curve man It's hot man These kids they're do, moving but do you think But do you think it'll live or, or will it just end up like Vine you know And then the Vine people just move over to YouTube Just like Jake Paul and I don't Paul. see I don't see how it's gonna survive I think the reason why it's it does too... survive right now Is because of Um like internet connection, 4G, 5G, because it's like all videos, and they're like quite, they're, and and it's essentially you swipe from one to another. If you have shit internet connection, you're not gonna be able to load those things. Yeah, but it's like Vine, right? Like, it's fun, it's cool, it gets you noticed, but it's yeah. not enough screen time for anyone to consider worth it. And to, I feel like all the platforms that will. Yeah. Yeah, I feel all the platforms that do end up like becoming like mainstays are yeah. the ones where people can make money from. So yeah. YouTube, Instagram, these are big because mm-hmm. everyone on it produces good content because it's their livelihood. They make money yeah. from it. I don't think TikTok can do that. I think they'll just become like, um, if, if they're comedians, likely you're going to be a comedian on TikTok, right? Or you're just doing some like, creative co- uh, uh, content. I think you'll most likely oh, you know, have to move You're posting some really... Really cringy shit. Yeah. Have you seen them? Have you seen it? I, I've seen some of it. Yeah. Like I'm, just I'm, not, saw, I'm not out of the blue. I saw yeah. one this morning where it's like this kid and he thinks he's really hot. He's like the 16 year old guy and he has his shirt off and it's a music playing and it's like, can you guess where I'm from? And it's like, England? No. Spain? No. And then it's like Serbia or some shit. And then he's like, yeah. And then he winks and then licks his lips at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why? Uh, Serbia. I feel old. Uh, somewhere, somewhere. He was like, no, I'm not. And then he just like kisses the camera. I'm like, what? Gosh. Uh, what did I say? Yeah, yeah, I, I want to I try it out, but... You want to do the... Yeah. These short videos, because you gotta be creative, right? Videos? C- come again? Yeah, 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 you do. You wanna should make we, some TikTok videos? Should we make some our next oh. trip? Yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? next trip why not? we make like. Yeah, yeah. I think about these platforms right. is like the, the the more you try, the more you're gonna fail, and that's how like yeah, these companies honestly, work, right? That the more they put on to their marketing campaign, the more they're gonna get some backlash, and you're gonna create some shitty ass marketing just, campaign. Cause that's not that's not how these things work. Just, like just, your memes are just not. Just do stupid shit. Just do stupid shit. Yeah, just whatever me- you memes think's are funny. memes are minimal 
minimal effort things and you never know when they're going to explode. And and social media is just like that. It's just like even the biggest YouTubers and stuff, it's not like their production content, their talent is just they just do stupid shit. Mm. And the big ones, yeah. Yeah, you just scream at a at a computer monitor mm. for 7 hours a day playing FIFA and yeah. one day you could be a professional boxer. Mm. Crazy, huh? I feel like it's unleashed everyone. Like you don't need a publisher to get famous. You don't need anything but yourself and a phone to get famous. Yeah. Please Moving tell on. us what please tell us what you guys would like to be a part of, you know? Like these are these are huge things that you could you could um Yeah, I'd like yeah, to hear just your comments. Don't say TikTok. Uh, TikTok, man. This thing will be aged. We'll we'll, we'll definitely know. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, anyway, moving on. Next question. Moving on, moving on. So, another one. What was the best word of the decade? Best, w- best what? Word. word. Best word of the decade. So, there are, there are a lot of uh, uh, words that people uh, I use. See, I, see, I see a lot that you've, you've listed down. Um, I think this one can be quite fast. Because yeah. without a question, mm. it's fuckboy... Lit, yeet, and for the gram. For the gram. Mic drop. Mamba. Some people are using. Some people are using. Um, I'm I'm vibing. Uh, maybe it's an Australian thing. They're like, oh, that's the vibe. I'm just okay. Can't really get along with that. No, no, but I think I think I think that's not. I don't think that's this decade. I think that's a forever. No? I yeah. think that's a forever. Yeah. Something. Yeah, some things go over the decade. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like cool. Like cool uh, has never. Not being cool, but one things day, like one savage. Day. These these things will change. Well, I don't think people. Yeah, people don't savage anymore, right? Savage. Yeah, savage. Uh, I Let's think it will die eventually. Slowly has right. Slowly. Yeah, mm. I think thirsty will die. Woke will die. I'm I'm okay with eat. I'm, I'm like I'm I'm liking. I like to eat. <laughs> just I love for the eat. fun. Yeah, just for is, the jokes, man. Yeah, it's just eat. funny. Yeah, do you know? Do you know like um, Logan Paul's song where he goes "Ya Yeet" and then he starts like, that might be my favorite sound bit of the decade. Does he just keep doing that? Yep. <laughs> no, it's right at the beginning. I'll send you. It's it's perfect. Insert here. But yeah, now I respond all of my messages with "Ya Yeet." <laughs> I don't think fuckboy will die. No. Fuckboy is an no. eternal it's an eternal word and it's an eternal specimen. What was it before? What would you what would you call a fuckboy in the nineteen fifties? Guy from the army? I don't know, player? Oh. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's let's move on. Okay. Last question JT's from twenty ten. JT's a fuckboy, by the way. For our audience knowledge. We'll, we'll just let that slide. Okay. Move on to the twenty tens. Twenty tens, last question. Most significant uh, person in this decade. Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi, go. <laughs> it's just Messi, right? Oh, okay. In the decade, right? In the decade. We're not talking about the best player. We're talking about the most significant in the decade. Then I'd most go for significant Ronaldo. in the decade. You go for then Ronaldo? Then I go for Ronaldo. I think he has a larger social impact. We're not talking about the better player here, right? Yeah, Ronaldo's yeah, done yeah. more see, see, if you, financially, yeah. business-wise. Um yeah, I agree. If we're talking I about trophy wise, he's done for more for Portugal than Messi has done for Argentina. If, if if you want to say who has had the wider social impact, 
then because you go zero. because it's that's like how comparing... we're going to define significance, right? Exactly. So it's I'm like sure comparing LeBron a... James to Kobe Bryant mm. no, or Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. Within the decade, I think there's a clear clear standout, and Ronaldo's been much more business savvy about it, and he maybe has a better team about it. Um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I think he. I think it's his goal as well. I don't think mm. Messi, the kind of guy who actually wants to be, I think the guy like just that. Yeah. yeah, I think he just wants a football and to run around. I think that that's that's all he wants in life. Yeah, <laughs> Ronaldo, he wants you know his underwear brand, his yeah, and hairstylist then, brand, yeah. his all and he's got his like own chant. Like I think that was pretty pretty significant because I think it's very really hard to have your own um, celebration, but now he's made the celebration his own. You know. Yeah. And and I don't think there's any other player. Maybe Mbappe with his um, he puts his um hands on his underneath his armpits. Oh, Maybe oh, that's, that's his. There's a lot. There's a lot of players with, like you know, with their Dybala, own. With his yeah, Dybala. It's quite hard though because Ronaldo. the game's been for so long, and you're trying to like signature something. You've got to be really good about it. You've got to score a lot of goals in order for you to use it. Yeah, um, yeah. Mm. Pogba with the dab. I think I think there's a lot, but yeah, Ronaldo stands out. That's like yeah. Or if you want to go into like comparing different companies and stuff, I think I think that's what we're gonna be doing going in, forward as well yeah. in this podcast. Is like mm. comparing influences from like a bunch of different fields, companies, people. Yeah. So. Okay, I think that's about it. Um, those were just some teaser things that we've thought about. It wasn't. Uh, it was just really. Um, simple things that we thought that um, <coughs> exemplified the 2010s, just a few of the challenges, social media, some of the words. But we'll be doing a separate episode about the 2010s where we actually compare um, people to each other, where we actually compare themes to each other, um, and we talk about the decade in more specifics. So yeah. now that we've finished about that, we're going to move on to the predictions for the 2020s. So the decade has just started. Only a month has gone by, but within this decade, I and hasn't gonna... it felt like a, like two hundred years has passed? Yeah, within this time, month. within this time, uh, damn, so many things that the happened. Australian yeah. bushfires, the flooding in West Africa. Mm-mm-mm. Did the, you know those things were actually related? There's the a coronavirus. Yeah, I saw it's um, to do yeah. with the weather shifting between the two. Yeah, Damn. very interesting. Yeah. Um, I had no idea mm. oceans work like that. I didn't even think like hot water rises here. Yeah. Great video. Check it out. Um, Should that check that video? What out. else? Box is really <laughs> great. Um, um, and coronavirus. Uh, and also coronavirus that came out. It just it just feels like the, the t- time is not going to stop for us, and it's hard to predict that these things will happen. But uh, they do, and Kobe passed. Yeah, this decade has moved on this really feels quickly. Like the end of the world, man. Mm. So Iran and America going launching missiles. Damn, man. I forgot about that, and that didn't indeed happen, which was right, right in the beginning of the year. Yeah, it's crazy that you forget about it because so much else has happened that took your mind off of it. But literally, missiles. Anyway. Okay, in a line with the coronavirus, so for the predictions for the 2020s, do you think the coronavirus or any other disease or virus will spread to be an epidemic, which will become a actual world um, problem that will actually wipe out a lot of people within 
this decade. So, I so there, there's there's something yeah. right now like um, do you know the MRSA Golden Staff virus? Yeah. yeah. Because of our overuse of antibiotics, there has become yeah. a bio bacteria yeah. that has become resistant to a lot of things, um, and they call it yeah. Golden That's Staff. I think that was the one I was gonna mention. I think the biggest. Mm. Do you think uh, it'll become a reality challenge. in this decade, or do you think okay, it'll be it'll become a challenge? But do you think um, it'll go to pandemic scales where it will wipe out a lot of people, like the Spanish flu of yeah, um, after I, I, of I, I 1919? Um, because I think, although Corona I think, right um, now it's it's quite localized, at least I hope it's it's quite localized in China right now. But if they don't contain it, then it could become a pandemic. And the WHO recently said it was a... They, they raised the um, level of emergency to it, right? Yeah. Mm. But, um, okay, so uh, the coronavirus isn't anything much to like... I think a lot of people are getting very worried because of what happened during SARS and MERS. Mm. But... Um, it doesn't have that, mo that high a mortality rate so far. Yeah, um, it's 10%, it hasn't I think. been spreading. I think less than ten percent. I think mm. um, a week ago, the facts I checked it was two percent. Ten percent was MERS and SARS. And okay. For example, for just for hindsight, Ebola was about fifty percent of mm. people. It just yeah. was contained in West Africa. I don't think um, that was just, as much as the news made it out to be, which made it quite scary. And I think the news has a big part to play into these things. They they make it scary yeah. as it seems, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be taking precautions towards it. Yeah, and I think this is one of those the Wuhan virus. I think is one of those one of those media um, propagations. Right? I think they're just blowing it away out of control because when I I've just been doing some research on it and the Director General of the World Health Organization has been praising the way China has actually handled the outbreak. And this apparently might be the quickest and fastest response to a potential epidemic. From that China ever or shown. from the world? From China. From China, Literally, yeah, but I, I think, I think though, there, there could be, well, these could be the sources that we read, right? Like, it could just depend on how... I think China might not even be revealing everything because this stuff actually came out in December, but they didn't re actually reveal this out until the end of um, the beginning of January. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think there could that be that might be true, but I think the World Health Organization has a good view into what's actually happening there because they have representatives from China as well. Um, let's let's not talk about the corona in general, in specific. Let's talk about generally. Do do you think that? Um, the virus, do you think because of globalization, do you think the virus was spread because of globalization or do you think because of global collective um, collective efforts and we have better understanding of disease, of cleanliness, of hygiene, and we have more scientists working around the world to create a vaccine? Uh, Which one of these factors do you think will win out? In order to, will, it, will, will globalization just... cause the spread of this pandemic, of any pandemic, not this pandemic, or if there's a pandemic that comes out, or do you think that global collective efforts will be able to, uh, to, uh, to, to, and to, uh, uh, control this? I just, virus? I just think we need, we need, um, better resource allocation. I think Bill Gates talked about this two years ago that the world isn't prepared for pandemics 
and every big country should be prepared to immediately release whatever resources that they've been saving, whether it's financial or capital or any kind of like tech that they might be having mm. for pandemics in a very fast and efficient way so that they can make vaccines in three to six months. They can get a global team to actually come and control the spread of a pandemic. And I think if you listen to what he has to say, I think it's very um, true. I think people just look at healthcare, even from a society standpoint, I think people look at healthcare in a very cure versus preventative kind of way, right? They don't look as it, they, they only, it only matters when it's out there. Mm-hmm. And I think if the world changes, if they shift their mindset to have global teams to control viral epidemics and like come up with, I don't know, I think there's a gene sequencing thing where they could produce vaccines much faster. Yeah, yeah. I think this is the research you need where you kind of, I don't think there will be an epidemic that would wipe out the human race. I just don't believe um, that would I happen. Think, I, I think the, it'll be very powerful, but I, I, I think that the world will be able to collectively work together for it. Because yeah, and I think if yeah. if it's if, if it's if a happens, if it's an airborne virus and that happens kind of like um, a lot of countries, I think if if they aren't doing the best right now, but if it actually spreads again next time, I think many countries will be quick to shut their borders. A lot of countries have shut their borders against flights coming in from China. Um, currently, if we're talking about specifically about this virus, but in the future, yeah. if there's something like this that happens again, I think containment of this virus will be much more aware about it and because yeah, of these and, new and it improvements has to be in, a lot more yeah. has to efficient. be the containment has to be a lot more firstly efficient in because it always seems like chaos when they try and contain people and it has to be more calming like yeah that we should get to a state where people feel safe there's a breakout okay but we know the specific things the government's going to do in that location where people don't start like being like they're trapping us here they're quarantining us they're banning us from leaving our flights and stuff and all it has to be kind of like you know how like China just started creating hospitals out of nowhere for infected individuals right mm-hmm. don't you think every developed country should have areas that they have you know infectious disease centers for people who have been quarantined already set up you know what I mean like not building a hospital overnight to con- quarantine Wuhan virus But patients. that won't come, though, because countries are not going to put their money into this unless it happens to them, you know? See, that's, that's why... That's but why there has to be a change in mind shift, and I don't think mind shift's going to... That change will, will happen anytime soon. Yeah, until something really big happens. Until like it happens, yeah, until it happens. But when it does happen... Maybe it'll be the armor... Maybe it'll be the... MRSA bacteria who knows because that one is scary like virals we just need to figure out how it works um, how it works right they're simple viruses are simple organisms you just need to study what its approach is to infect the body how it hides from us and its outer layer that contains its DNA it's it's a genetic information right bacteria We've been using antibiotics this whole time and it's working, but bacteria can evolve 
you know they can adapt they can reproduce yeah they can evolve in your body and that might be a more dangerous thing actually like tb is a bacteria right airborne yeah. that was huge but we've developed TB a vaccine for that it's just hard for us to develop a vaccine for antibiotic stuff right now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Mm. i well well because okay that that like that could lead on to the next one that we have about um and that relates to artificial intelligence right and i think yeah. artificial intelligence can be used in so many different areas um one of them could be to develop this vaccine and it's much easier to run these um algorithms to de- to develop something to find something for that right exactly yeah what what do you think yeah. about the rise of personal health devices in biology also in the area of biology and medicine how can we use well ai can be used in so many different fields but why don't we focus on like personal health devices personal health care and what is the whole potential for that like what are some predictions you can see within this within this decade not not just for the future but within this decade within the next 5 years i say yeah personalized healthcare i think it's going to be one one of the most revolutionary things to happen in society i think i always think healthcare always lags behind in terms of like advancement than every other industry or every other field because mm. of the amount of red tape and bureaucracy involved in healthcare and it being so sensitive being yeah. people's bodies and stuff mm. but it is the way to go and it and we have we have everything is personalized nowadays healthcare i mean i think it has to be personalized it has to be it has to be because there's no one size fit all solution and i think that's where most plans work out like even if you're doing workout plans right or, or diet plans it doesn't work for some people and that's why some of them yeah, fail you have and to, then they you go have to, to this it. deadline you have to tailor it to a body and that will only come around once people start releasing the power of genetics they start embracing it in laws and normalizing it in practice that we can yeah. use our genes to create personal healthcare for ourselves which is like the biggest blocker here i think i think the whole taboo around anything to do with gene sequencing yeah it's it's, it's hindering a lot of progress there's a lot yeah. of hindrance yeah. right now especially when people say gmos and they say it's like <clears throat> it's not organic stuff i get really annoyed that's one of my like i think like paper cuts okay that's just one of the things that really bothers me because if something's GMO doesn't mean it's not organic. Yeah, and and Or people de- think that we have been like like the things we're eating now hasn't been gemet- genetically modified. Like we have over thousands of years just through yeah. like selective breeding, right? Yeah, exactly. Um the uh, only concern I think some scientists say is that they do, it's happening in such a short period of time. They don't and know what they don't know what happens if there's like cross cross um cross species things. Uh, um I read I, think I read in the art. general consensus mm. is just that that is something you just have to say because you have no evidence. Mm. But it's not what they believe will happen. But yeah, I I think I think that's like a downfall of scientists though because we can never be actually fully definite about these things and then people will be like, "Oh, you're dubious factually. about it. Oh, you you're not sure yeah, about climate yeah. change? Oh, really?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, I saw I saw But an see, article like, the other day. That's, and, that's and, science. Yeah. Um, the article uh, I read that you know how normal te- body temperature is thirty seven point five degrees, right? 
around that. Yep. I read an article that says, or there was a there was a um, journal that came out that said that um, that each person, because of their metabolic things, actually has individual ranges for their own temperature. And I don't think that ever hit me. I ever thought I always thought like, yeah, there's a lot of um, different um, ranges of say like blood glucose levels or heart beats. You know, they they say like a normal heart rate is 120 over 60. Heart blood pressure is 120 over 60, right? Yeah. I think. Um, yeah. Even we learned in class in in uh, in our course that there are some new trials called uh, uh, you know how um scientific trials they're using just n equals one trials where n is the amount of yeah. person number of people and one is yeah, the amount of people one person so yeah instead of relying on all these scientific trials or uh, randomized control trials which they do they yeah. do um give you uh um results but yeah. If you're trying like a novel treatment, then an N equals one trial to treat your cancer or something will definitely be yeah. different for different people. And the yeah, problem yeah, yeah. with a lot of scientific journals, at least in the last 100 years, century, is that it's been on the assumptions of a white Caucasian, 70 kg, 175 centimeter male. <clears throat> yep. And that doesn't work for other... Um, other other races other other genders other other people and so i was at the pharmacy the other day um and we and i saw that the gene testing things they're only 99 aud right now very very uh affordable affordable for the middle class yep yep but but one of these things about these um i think 23 and me is that again they only work with a gene pool for people who are white and caucasian yeah, because and the database is stronger. Yeah, and if you if you're from another white race Caucasian or another ethnicity, it just it just it gives you results that aren't really accurate. But yeah, like this DNA kits, they only started rising in the 2010s. But with the exponential growth of all these things, I believe that within this decade, um, DNA testing for other races or other or even just say personalized medicine. If I'm gonna give a prediction, yeah. I think DNA testing will definitely. Um, be something that I I will do in this decade because I want to see how these things affect me. Yeah, 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 and and it's and it's not just a genetic component like to trace hereditary yeah. anything. It's uh, now it's you can send factors. your gene testing and you do risk factors. You do yeah, uh, ma- uh, cancer markers, uh, your family's uh, disease history. You can do risk factor for obesity, risk factor for uh, night blindness. All these kind of things are genetic components. I think when people say like they say ignorance is bliss, right? Have you heard of that? Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, yeah. I think what will happen down the line is that we will that that will become taboo because then it'll be a problem of saying that you knew you had the opportunity to know you had these diseases. Yep. And 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 you didn't do anything about it, like like if it was your kids, right? Or or if I if in the future and be like, oh, I knew I had a. Uh, risk factor for um, for dementia, and if I knew, I could eat almonds to fix that. Not almonds, just yeah. some other things, right? I would be, I would regret myself when I was seventy to have, if I had dementia that I didn't do something about it. And I think that future is going to be very, um, going to happen very soon. I think also and within I, this I decade, I will get implantable devices into my body. I don't know what kind, but 
I think the technology will be there to help track st- data within our body that gives yeah that can transfer to the and, cloud and, or whatever. And the thing and the thing about that, I think, I think every country should have like a central database for everyone where it goes. Each person is like registered to a health ID number, for example, right? Mm. And they mm. and it's mandatory gene sequencing that every year, growing yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that backlogs into your data. So whenever you go anywhere, you have all these things a doctor can pull up and see in your genes what might risk you, what what risks you might have when building up certain things. Recommend practices that are best in class for your certain body you. type or your yeah. certain and then with like you said like with the trackers yeah and these kind of like personalized medical technology you can put trackers in you monitor exactly. how your treatments are going that gets put back into your national health id reference and that is like a database like it has to be i feel like if you go to a clinic they should know they should know all these who things you are yeah i think yeah, and I, I think that's there's a big only taboo there's thing only as well benefits to these things. I I think they're, they're, for for the personal level, right? If we we're not accounting yeah, for other things, not accounting for data security, data privacy, that's something we'll talk about soon. But I think there's only See, benefits that, to having to knowing more about your body, to having knowing more data about your body, right? I agree, and I think I think that is the ideal state if you want to test. Um, anything to do with personalized medication, right? I think mm. you need a database full of data m- and metrics that measure your body, your genes, all of these kind of things that they need so they can actually personalize their therapy towards you. Yeah. But again, the biggest red tape with bureaucracy, the government, and also people, people just don't want that information out there. They want to, they feel it's too, it's a private thing and they yeah, don't want... That, that will be the biggest obstacle, I think. Um, to setting up this database. Yeah, because I think yeah. they'll even because they people are having an outcry of even like the world knowing their spending patterns or internet searching patterns or all these kind of behavioral patterns. Mm, yeah. Which I believe will eventually, you know, it's I think the products that will develop based on this data will actually help us as consumers. People just are afraid. And then I, I think it'll become so ubiquitous it, that it'll be hard to not do it. And those who reject the, this change will be will will be on the outcast. Yeah, like say yeah, say right exactly. now, you, there's no way you can't use a Google product anymore because those people who use it, like we're using Google Maps, right? Everyone uses Google Maps to drive to get to somewhere, right? And the yeah. only reason why Google Maps can tell you about the traffic in any area or if you've seen those restaurants, they, they have those like, oh, how many people are around this restaurant at this point of time, right? Yeah. The only reason that why yeah. those works is because location services is turned on on your phone. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't know so this. Can you, you can turn it off, right? Stuff and all. Yeah, because of the GPS stuff, right? It's become yeah. so ubiquitous that personally, I turn, on, I turn off my location services unless I use the maps, right? Yeah. But it's become and people don't so ubiquitous pe- that that um that that if you don't use it, if you don't use a Google product, if you don't link everything up, you're gonna lose out much more yeah. than those than who giving do giving up the bit of data. Mm. 
And people think, yeah, people don't see it in terms, they don't see their data like that. Like they see all these conveniences the world has given us. Spotify, Netflix, recommended feeds, all these kind of things. Even like, um, even just like our ad campaigns, traditional, even before the internet, it's all database marketing and database consumer uh, it's happened management, before, right? but it's just at a much it's more happened, micro level now. It's, a, it's a micro before. level, it's a bigger scale, but people don't see all the convenience it's come with mm. and link that and be like, oh yeah, I just don't want you to know anything about me, but I still want all these products, like you said, like Google Maps, like Yelp reviews, like how long it's going to take to walk from here to there, like all of this is data from people's phones and and we're the ones benefiting from it, you know? What are, the yeah. data and privacy the same, thing the same is, way, is something else, though, yeah. And the same way goes with healthcare, right? If you, mm. want to, if you want to enjoy a healthy community with herd protection and all these kind of things, everyone's, everyone has to give something up, give up your healthcare records, and people yeah. can start, you know, people can start making, oh, this community is robust because everyone has been protected against certain things mm. and you don't have to worry about them you know it's just like that's the well, future and we yeah. just I, I personally can't wait for the um, for the uh, potential of AI or or um, just these algorithms and how they work and technology do, do you have any yeah, last yeah. minute things to talk about for predictions for medicine personal health devices make a bold prediction I predict that I'm going to implant something in my body um, and what what else did I say? Implant something on oh, DNA testing. Do you have anything, John? Bold predictions. Yep. Any personal um, health device, per- health related? Yeah, I think we're gonna start um, 3D printing personalized organs, organs or, yeah. or vascular systems or nerves and stuff mm. to start, you know, giving back to people doing surgeries. Or yeah. even people who are like have lost limbs and stuff, mm. I think. I think they're just gonna start. I think that phase is gonna become more and more apparent. I think, like what you said, implants, all these kind of things. It doesn't have to be something like a robotic microchip. It can just be a three D printed. Bio. Uh, they even have this three D printed uh, pacemaker. Yeah. Uh, I think, that somehow works. It's it's not it's not made of anything synthetic and stuff. Yeah. I think that's the way I think for this next 10 years I think cybernetics Is just going to get A lot more advanced um, like and, it'll, and it'll be so arms, quick arms Prosthetic It'll be legs. so quick Exactly And um, um Yeah, yeah and So I, I can't uh, wait For the potential of AI and, uh, Right okay. And so yeah. That leads to Another area I think this will be Our second last one um, We should wrap it up Soon uh, But in sports so how do you think sports will be affected by this potential of AI and these technologies? The reason why I ask is uh, Nike recently released their Vaporfly, yeah, Vaporfly four yeah. percent shoes, and it's become of a yeah. uh, a problem controversy within the running community because yeah. this four percent efficiency, although it might seem like a small percentage, uh, is is quite significant. And if you look at the top five running uh, marathon records right now, the people who have run these records have been wearing these pink slash green shoes. They're they're quite iconic. You you might have you you should see them. Um, Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen seen the the news about them as well. 
The Nike, uh, let's, let's read the Nike official description about this shoe. Built to meet the exacting needs of world-class marathoners, Nike Vaporfly 4% Flyknit is designed for record-breaking speed. How it works is that the Flyknit upper delivers breathable support while the responsive foam and full-length plate provides incredible energy return for the 26.2 miles. Uh, I think the some people have the plate, said right? that this is like mechanical doping. Yep. But... It's also the reason why um, it's I don't know whether it's this specific shoes, but it was a shoe by Nike, the one that they made for Elliot Kipchoge when he broke the the, the breaking two. I think it's related, right? It might have been yeah. It's it's the same technology that they used, and yeah. they failed. That is not a world record because it didn't meet the standards for a marathon. Oh, okay, yeah, whatever. I, I, well, I'm I'm sure the that shoes I, okay. Sport prediction, okay. <laughs> At the Olympics so this year, so we'll see same. we'll see a two hour break by um, by one of the marathon runners, most likely Kipchoge. That's my prediction. At 2012's Olympics in five months, July in Tokyo. Mm. My sports prediction for this decade is that people, is that teams and leagues are just gonna start playing overseas a lot more, and not. Oh, okay. So we're not even. Style. Yep. Okay. I think. Yeah, th- I'm not even talking about athletes and stuff because I think that's just going to take care of itself. I don't think there's going to be massive changes in terms of like nutrition or body body and stuff. I think leagues like the NFL have already started playing games Overseas, in London, yep, games in yep. Paris, and yep. I think that's just going to become more and more. It's a globalization of sport. Yep, and and there's they, there's more to TVs. gain. There's more to gain from these things. There's more to gain from a global perspective. There's less to gain for fans. In that city specifically, but it's no longer going to I be a city thing, you know. Yeah, I think that's the future of sports. And you look at the Euros that are coming up this year as well. It's going to be played in all these different countries, and I think that would be the best. I think imagine the World Cup. Being well, you don't have to in twenty twenty six. Oh, across yeah. the world. Okay, twenty twenty six is going to be yeah. uh, uh, North America. Yeah, so so it's already starting to expand, right? It's already going to be multiple countries and all these things. And I think maybe not in the next 10 years, but in the future, when transport gets extremely fast, yeah. A world we could potentially see a World Cup being As played a world across cup. the world, which would be the yeah. sickest thing. Like it would literally be the World Cup or like a Champions League final or like a yeah, NBA final in China or something. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be like, it's gonna be crazy. Mm. And I think it's a real possibility. I think leagues are starting to open up. I think to fans are starting to yeah. open up. And realize that the biggest it's not stumbling only block people. for them is, yeah, the biggest stumbling block for them is they want to protect the f- local fans as well. Yeah, it's like a product for their community. So, um, yeah, that's my sports prediction. My predictions, along with that marathon thing, is that I think just a lot more other records will be broken in this decade, more so than yeah. other decades, because of this, because I, of the, kind of because like of, because of technology. Doping. Yeah, like, uh, I think, okay, this will be high, quite contentious. I think as long as not as within the body, anything that you wear yeah. or all these things will are going to, I'm going to allow for all these things. I don't know what the compromise yeah, I, is because like the shoes that you wear now even the even even 
even uh, even just normal running shoes now are just completely different to the technology that we had a hundred years ago. Exactly, and I and I kind of see it in the same in a way that it's like how I view racing or F one, right? You just have like to have defined rules. You have these set rules, and they're very very strict on what you can do to the car. Yeah, but the cars are different, and that's part of what makes racing so interesting because. If you like figuratively, your car is your shoe. Yeah, you know what I mean. And the athletes inside—you're not doing anything to the athlete, but you're trying to improve the performance around him. Obviously, yeah. a car is much different, but I like it. I like—I I kind of like that twisted element where you can like mm. enhance your game through different different ways as well. And like, I don't understand the con- contra- controversy with the shoes because how else are you going to make it equal across everyone? Just People not wear shoes And yeah And plus like Soon Other companies Will get this tech It's like You know what I mean Like It'll catch up Because I think Even 50 years ago I think Adidas released Like an amazing shoe Where everyone started winning in it. It's just like You know Like It only helps I think that's just It only helps And Like Ford released This one car That won for like five years in a row, I th- that movie like Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah. Um, five years in a row, Le Mans and stuff. I think it's cool. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So so maybe we'll see shirts and stuff like that and like. Oh, one thing I know is gonna happen is they're gonna start putting. Chips in shirts, boots, all these kind of things for better data. Oh. For player analytics. They already do that, right? And Not chips-wise, but, but like clothing-wise. No, yeah, but I mean like chips that are embedded into your clothes mm-hmm. to like to like come up with a bunch of statistics. There are even, there are even clothes you can buy online now that yeah. have chips inside the materials that feed data into your phone about how much sweat you're producing, calories, blah, 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 body temperature. Yeah. For you to exercise on yourself mm. And there are clothes that actually can how Wearable do you say? technologies, right? Yeah, they can manipulate themselves In certain ways to help your body Like if it's temperatures If it's sweat It's like, it's quite, it's quite cool And I think mm. all these fabrics Is going to be like a real part Of the future of sports as well Yeah, definitely Yeah Um. Okay I think we have time for one last one, John. Why don't you choose a prediction, like, like an area of prediction for us? I think, um, I think a good one would be, do you think this is the decade or when do you think which decade it will be when we mm-hmm. finally become space travelers or space colonizers? Colonizers, huh? So Tourism. So is it tourism or, or just... Will it? Would it be? Are oh, you talking so about tourism? Start, like we're just going to Mars for like tourism. a trip and then coming back, that kind of thing, or? Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know what's gonna happen because I think usually if you look at like what happened on Earth, right, is usually colonize the place first, then you go and visit, right? Oh, oh, oh. Okay, yeah, and that and that takes some time. Oh. So, but, but like but now, like, but like tourism see, like, wasn't a thing, though. Tourism. 
Tourism was not a thing, though. Do you know uh, what I mean? Like, was. like okay, say say no, they colonized the states. They colonized the United States. Like, like did people from Europe actually go to the states and come back? Was that a tourism? Yeah, thing? really rich people did. Yeah, yeah. but I mean not oh, as okay. big. But a lot of rich people mm. did. Yeah, but I mean okay. that's uh, just an example. It's it's not important. It's um. But that didn't work. Okay, yeah, okay. It didn't happen concurrently, right? No, I don't think so. Like, when were the first people but, that went to the what, what I'm trying to say is that, like, okay, yep. in 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 space now, you're already starting to see things where it's like, oh, we can go visit the moon. Like, that, that they think is going to happen in the next 10 years. Like, space shuttles where you can pay and then go visit the moon like a tourist. Right? Oh, but gosh. we haven't I colonized can't, I just, it yet. I just can't imagine like all this, like, space waste. <laughs> All this environmental yeah. problems. Sorry, that's just me yeah. going on a, on a uh, tangent. But yeah, but do you do you think in this in this decade we'll get our first taste space tourism industry and also <laughs> our first space settlement? Also, oh, another one. Well, do Trump we have a space settlement? You 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 mean an extra space force. interplanetary settlement, right? Because the space. Yeah, yeah, no, a real. I think a right now the ISS, like on the a, ISS on is a settlement, right? Body. In space. No, I'm I'm saying like a real settlement on an extraterrestrial body, which will most likely be the moon, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the Martian. Trump's even oh. talking about. T- Trump's even talking about releasing a, uh, a space force like a like the sixth branch of the army. Dude. Yep. 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 Heard that. Yeah, but yeah. Do you think? Do you do I think, think we're gonna happen. see the space tourism? Yeah, and and how would that look like? Would you want to do it? Would you? I think maybe in twenty years, not not this decade. I think yeah. things will start progressing. We'll start, uh, uh, preparing for it. But <coughs> I don't think the priority of the world right now, or of many governments, is to have, or even private companies, is to set up this. Settlement, not in this decade, at least. Yeah. I don't. I think it's too early in this decade. I think the technologies are coming together, but uh, I I don't think there will be a person on the moon who is permanently there or or just even a, as a tourist. I think maybe space Someone... tourism to to space will be a thing. Yeah, I but think I moon, think you're right. I think in twenty years, we'll probably get our first settlement. I think in 30 years, we're going to have our first moon baby. <laughs> Where were you born? In the giant crater. The moon. <laughs> and if, 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 um, if settlements happen like that, I don't know whether countries will go over war, over who controls the fucking moon and stuff. Dude, wars will be so hard. <laughs> Depending on these like rockets, it's like <laughs> right. Oh, like, geez. just imagine like we're squabbling over so much here. If we're gonna expand into the universe, I our country's just gonna keep going at war. It'll definitely each other. happen. Like, de- some some kind of. I think there'll definitely war, be conflicts. Yeah, hmm. yeah, yeah. Which the, is crazy the, to think about. But yeah, yeah. Like, um, thirty years, we'll still have our our first moon kid, and they'll be like. 
There'll be a lunar different lun- to us? lunar citizen, lunar citizen against the terrestrials. Yeah, exactly. And then that will be a faction. <laughs> I think it's crazy. I think you're unleashing a huge Pandora's box. But I do think in this decade, the first tourist shuttle will yeah. go to the moon. Yeah, I can agree on that. Can you just imagine I think how they the will language go will develop? And they will land on, uh, in, on the moon? Dude, what will be the first language, hu- current language to the moon? And how will that branch out? Probably English. English, right? And then... And the future uh, will be what? some kind of a... Uh, so English will be English. the mutual language of space as well? Fuck English, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you know how they say like, oh, if there's a, like, like a Japanese businessman, it doesn't really... <laughs> speak, and he's working with a German businessman, but neither of them speak Japanese oh. or um, German, like the other person's language. Both of these people will sort resort to speaking <laughs> shitty English as their mutual conversational language. Yeah. Gosh. It's the it's the language that ties the world together. And that will be the ones that tie the moon together. I just like to see how that how that um branches off, you know? Like cuz language can develop I think so English quickly. will evolve. I think the English will do, like evolve. Mm. It is something else. Yeah. Like how Latin was the backbone of all these European languages. Oh, jeez. English <laughs> could I think English could very well be the backbone Proto English, <laughs> yeah. What we're speaking right Who now says is that... terrestrial English. <laughs> Who said this couldn't happen, right? Lunar English. Jeez. What do you want to set your laptop to? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. Space tourism within the twenty twenties. And then, and, space then and then we can do and then we can wow, do another twenty thirty prediction. Space is ridiculous. Imagine being born. Yeah. yeah, you could be totally born in a space shuttle, dude. Yeah, and you get a passport. No, 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 no. <laughs> do you know those babies are born on the airplanes? They don't have a passport or something. <laughs> yeah, because they're not. Uh, I don't. I don't know. And then American Airlines gave that baby like um. What do you call? Uh, there's a story. American Airlines gave a baby who was born on the plane. Um, lifetime, right? no, no, lifetime, lifetime. American Airlines. Uh, what do you think? Flights. Uh, yeah. Holy shit! Really? It's only one in a million, right? And, and I think it could be the same for the for the for the for these moon, for these space babies. You know, you know, in a hundred years, our like progeny is going to be looking back and being like, how did how did people just stay on one planet the entire time? Mm. And be like, oh, people used to carry around screens when it's really in our like heads, <laughs> or like they used to s- they used to jail up like thirty billion animals to eat. Lot lot will change. Lot will change in in the hundred years, and I think oh, these hundred so years will be the greatest exponential growth, exponential change within our human history, unless we kill each other, you know. Yeah. Okay. I think All right. that's a recap of our predictions for the 2020s. Um, we've done a looking back at some simple things at the 2010s. And I think this will be just like a taster, a pilot of what's happening for our podcast. Our podcast is called Decades because we're looking at each decade um, separately. 
And uh, yeah, this is just us combining a lot of the things that we like to talk about. Science, history, sports, medicine, biology, uh, social media, as you might have seen today. And uh, yeah, I hope looking back at this deck the 2010s was was it wasn't as terrible as you thought it was yeah we didn't really talk about much of the events and stuff but that's to come in our next episode but in the 2020s we did talk about a lot of our our predictions which are definitely going to happen so uh please take our word (laughs) yeah please bet on us please yeah put it put it in your stocks um Yeah. yeah so every episode we'll be looking at a separate decade yeah, uh, like we'll be looking at decades or time periods and then just have this kind of debate question format in relation to people, themes, events, predictions. And some quick fire, simple, funny things that, you know, we thought that are funny to compare. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So thank you very much.